Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Well, I've been saying it for over a year that abortion is going to be one of the main issues for this presidential cycle. Regardless of whether it is number one on your mind or not, the media is going to make this an issue because they think it's good for Democrats. Uh, I have on the phone with me right now Evie Osmond from the Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America organization. Evie, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Ryan. And I could not agree with you more. And not just the media, but the Democrats. I mean, the Biden administration has already said that abortion is going to be top, top concerns for their campaign. Well, that's interesting because I didn't know they had said that. I was, I've been saying it because I thought, well, this is what they're going to do. But they're openly saying it, I guess. Oh, yeah, they are. And, and they definitely are doing it, A, because they think it galvanizes their base, but also because they know the media will run cover for them, not press them and have to answer any questions about clarity on where they stand on abortion limits. Which is exactly why you're here this weekend is to talk about this interview that Kamala Harris did. I want to talk about the Trump one, too, in a minute. But Kamala mm-hmm. Harris, last week, she was on CBS's Face the Nation. She would not answer. And this is friendly territory for her. Like, this is should, should be a slam dunk. She would not answer a question on what week, when any limit might be added to the abortion question. I've got to tell you, I can't believe it. I started looking into this and digging in deeper a few months ago because I started to notice, like you were saying, that we couldn't see any top level Democrats that would list a single week or limit that they would put on abortion. And I can confirm after months of looking, I am in search of a top level Democrat, Senator, you know, or Biden, anyone who can say what week they would limit abortion to. And when they get asked, just like Kamala Harris, uh, just like we saw with Jen Psaki on her show, Biden's press secretaries, they will not say a single limit or week. Um, And so they're trying to play it both ways, right? They're trying to say, oh, uh, you know, no one supports all trimester abortions, yet they refuse to list any limits. Yeah, the only thing, and you could tell that it was a talking point. I mean, it's obvious. They all do this, but Kamala Harris is so bad at it that you can see it happening in real time. <laughs> that when she says, well, I support Roe versus Wade, and, and they go, well, what, what does that mean? And she says, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I, I support returning Roe versus Wade. It was like she didn't even know what that meant. 
Yeah, Ryan, they say that, but look, let's look at their actions. I mean, they're pushing, Kamala Harris included, they're pushing the Women's Health Protection Act, which goes further than Roe ever did. Sure, it says viability, but the difference is it lists no limitations on viability. It provides no definition. And in fact, it says the abortion provider gets to decide when and at what time. I mean, they're getting directly, they're directly profiting. Why, why would they have any incentive to not uh, to put any limits on it. Yeah, exactly. Eva Osmond on the phone with us. She is Vice President of Communications at the Susan B. Anthony Pro-Life America organization. Uh, that's one of those issues that has come up recently, and I think it's beyond just the Twitter sphere. I think this one has actually cracked through, because this is press secretaries, former Obama people saying, uh, you know, th- that doesn't really happen. We we know that that's a right-wing talking point that they want abortions, or that Democrats want abortions right up until birth, but, but that is a fact. That's actually what they do want. Yeah, Ryan, you're right. And see, this is what I'm talking about. They try to have it both ways. They won't limit it. They don't want to regulate it, you know, at all. But they want to say, oh, it doesn't exist at all. Complete lie. And I will give you data points from their own people. Pro-abortion, former Planned Parenthood uh, research wing, Guttmacher data, shows that there's 63,000 abortions after 15 weeks. Yeah, and and Evie, I'm I'm standing here. I'm interviewing you from a place where that the the battle that has happened since Roe versus Wade has really really magnified because I'm standing in St. Louis, Missouri, but I live across the river in Illinois. I mean, you talk mm. about two different states and the way they've handled this issue. Uh, I, I'm amazed at how much Illinois has taken off any restrictions that they might have been interested in having and just said, you know what, let's go full-on abortion. It's not just uh, rare and safe and legal. It is we love abortion and we want to bring it to everybody possible. We want to add abortions. We want as many abortions possible. We want mobile clinics, everything possible to get people abortions. Well, you know, I think one of the things that we're seeing is this really, really insidious lie from the media especially which is abortions only happen to save the life of the mother that is not true at all at all in fact it's under one percent of those cases and what we are seeing is that they're pushing that narrative when in fact technically actually pro-abortion and pro-lifers both agree that the vast majority of abortions and particularly late-term abortions happen for non-emergency reasons Evie, I want to ask you about the Trump interview, which I hopefully that you've seen because it was kind of making news. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's supposed to. <laughs> I, it depends on where you're at on Trump. You know, did he make controversial comments or did he make smart comments? It, it all depends on how you already feel about him. Um, <clears throat> but he said things like, you know, what we need to come to a compromise with Democrats on this issue and try to find a week that we can all agree. And he was citing some real polls, real numbers of Democrats who, when you ask them, they actually do want some limits on abortion. Where do you, where does you, where do you stand? I mean, where does your organization stand on coming to a compromise like that? Right. Well, I, what Trump really does well, Ryan, is he really paints the picture of what late-term abortion in America is and looks like. We saw that on the debate stage with Hillary Clinton when he confronted her about her policies on late-term abortion. And I mean, Americans really started to understand what that was like. But we are in a post-Roe America now. And what we are seeing, you mentioned this earlier, is that Democrats are pushing to federally go further than Roe 
So what we really need right now is clarity from everyone, both sides, on where they stand and how they're going to combat the federal push from Democrats uh, in Congress on this. And and we welcome Mr. Trump uh, and former President Trump to provide that clarity. Yeah, I'm looking at some of the uh, the points, the bullet points on this federal act that the Biden administration is trying to get through. They won't with the Republican Congress right now, but this is what they are saying is that uh, this Women's Health Protection Act, it does things like bans elective uh, or it removes the bans on elective abortion after 20 weeks uh, bans on the use of abortion as a method of sex selection i mean this is mm-hmm. stuff that you were mm-hmm. you compare it to these dictatorships these awful countries like china and north korea this is the stuff that happens there not here well ryan if Interesting you should mention that. Your audience doesn't know this about me. I actually grew up overseas in Taiwan. So I had a, I had a um, you know, front row view of what a country looks like when it embraces abortion like China, like mainland China. And it is awful. It is awful what it does to the country. Like you said, sex-selective abortions. At that time when I was growing up, the preference was for males. And so females were targeted in the womb for abortion. In fact, they had to take away... Uh, ultrasounds for a time because they didn't want the parents to know if it was a baby girl or else they would abort her. I mean, it's just not, this is not what we want for America. Americans are compassionate people, you know? I mean, they want to offer moms and babies life solutions and support. We don't want to do what the pro-abortion side is offering, which is only death and dead ends. Yeah, that's that's what's amazing. That's what's lost in this whole conversation is that uh, America really is a compassionate country and when it comes down to it, we just want the best for everybody. And that's that's the argument behind the pro-life movement is that we got to have compassion and defend the little bitty people who can't defend themselves yet. Let me ask you before we run out of time here, Evie, uh, by the way, Evie Osment, president or vice president of communications at Susan B. Anthony, uh, Pro-Life America, on the phone with us. What is the um, what is the consensus? Because we're talking about a, a political issue here. Obviously, it's a moral issue, mm-hmm. but it translates into a whole lot of politics, as we know. Um, it is now a state's issue. So, what is the what do you recommend? You know, what is the strategy that states should be taking right now? Whether you live in a blue state, a swing state, a red state, I mean, how do you approach this thing? Yeah. Well, I mean, look. Every state now that that we are in this post-Roe society, and because thanks to the Dobbs decision, it puts it back in the the hands of the people through their elected uh, state and federal officials. And so this is why it's so wonderful over the last year. And Ryan, you will never hear this from corporate media. Twenty five states have put pro-life protections. That's half the country that has pro-life protections to protect babies um, 12 weeks and, and under in the womb. And millions of dollars in funding going to help moms to serve moms and support babies so yes every state needs to continue to do that but we also need to have a strategy the democrats are not waiting to push federal um, to codify and make it go beyond row federally and in fact something your viewer your listeners might not realize is that they're also doing mail order abortions to pro-life states they're not respecting pro-life state laws at all. And in fact, also the VA clinics where they're doing and performing abortions across the country. So, look, we've got to really come to a national consensus here. We look at poll after poll and Americans say seven out of 10 that they want a national limit, at least by the time that doctors are using anesthesia, when babies can feel pain in the womb. Can we not all agree on that? At the very least, we should not accept 
the Democrat position of every state should go up to birth with abortions. So, yeah, a national limit. I, I, I'm glad to hear you say that because I think that there, there, there are a lot of people who are reluctant, and I've been kind of in this camp, that, that they're reluctant to take a national approach to this and say, no, no, it really should be by the states. But that, that's, a, that's a nice view when the Democrats aren't trying to push anything at the national level. They are. Right, exactly. So you have yeah. to do something at the national level, even if it is some sort of compromise plan that you can get through just so that you don't have absolute chaos on this issue and find some common ground, even with a, a lot of Democrat voters, like you said. Yeah, I mean, why should we accept their premise of having to go all the way up to the ninth month? I mean, that is not that is not the compassionate America that we are. Yeah, exactly. Well, Evie, I thank you so much for your time. Love your organization and uh, wish you all the best. Thank you so much. We will be right back with more Wiggins America. Stick around. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 